dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Saturday. Hope you're all doing well. So far, so good around here. It's going to be another one of their weekends. You know what I mean? Maybe some good weather, maybe bad, but everybody's in, indoors. Bummer. Anyway, I wanted to talk about something I saw on YouTube, as usual. <laughs> I don't know, I seem to get a lot of inspiration from YouTube lately. It's all about traps, and we'll talk about that after this. All right, here's the story. I was on YouTube, and I was watching Cody on Taking 20, our, uh, Taking 20 channel. And he was talking about our traps cheating, and he bring up he brings up a really good case about it. And frankly, I don't think he thinks it, but there are ways to do it that seems like cheating, and I kind of agree with him. I don't think traps are cheating. I just think traps need a certain amount of finesse. Now. I know there's some game masters out there who are kind of vindictive and kind of... Sometimes I think there's some people who really shouldn't be game masters because it's... You know, in the early days, there was almost an adversarial relationship between that and the players because these guys are coming out of war games and there's a very adversarial relationship between the two sides because there's no referee... And it is war, you know, that word war is in wargaming. And so they're playing out battles and skirmishes. So, yeah, it's, it's us against them type of thing. And that carried over. And some people just, you know, went to their heads, I think. And, you know, that, and that became the norm for a while. Okay, fine. You know, I got into it in 81, so I kind of saw some of that. But even then, I question why. Why does there have to be an adversarial relationship when we're, we're trying to build, you know, we're trying to play an adventure together? And I'm going to say it again. To me, if you're going to use board game analogy, the game master is the board. He makes the stuff. He puts the traps. He puts in there. And then they play. And they influence the story. The players influence the story the way they can. And it comes, you come together to make a story. Might not be the story that the game master prepped for, but it's a story. That's all that's asked of me. That's to me as a game master. That's all that's asked of me. Come up with stuff. If it goes that way, fine. If it goes sideways, fine. It's a story. Anyway, back to traps. He's right. There is a right. To me, there is a right way and a wrong way to do traps, because traps can be can be arbitrary. It they can feel arbitrary and it's it's almost like it's like it's a gotcha thing you know there's traps and puzzles puzzles can be traps and traps as he says puzzles can be traps traps can be puzzles but not all puzzles are traps and not all traps are puzzles so say you have a puzzle trap okay well you've got to give the players a lot of times you got to give them the benefit of the doubt if they're really trying. If they're trying to, if if they come upon a trap that gave no warning, and it happens, 
I'm not saying it doesn't happen. You know, then, you know, let the chips fall where they may. And you can give them, you know, you can give them, I give them a fair shot. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying to sugarcoat it, candy coat it, or, you know, there's special, special snowflakes or anything. I'm just saying that you give them a fair, a fair shake. He was talking about foreshadowing. Good idea. You know, if they pick up on the clues, okay, fine. If they don't pick up on the clues, well, you know. And puzzles, puzzles are a special bugaboo of mine. Because I, I'm, I'm pretty lousy with puzzles. I've seen them in modules and I can run them as a game master, but as a player, oh man, it's just, it's tough. Sometimes it's tough because here's the thing. Here's now not to run a puzzle is to make the puzzles so rigid that nobody can get it. Or if they do get it, they, you know, it, they have to be really smart to get it or whatever. They got, it's almost like you have to be thinking along the same lines as the game master. And I've seen some really bad puzzles. Game masters do really bad puzzles. I had one guy who would run a dungeon where he put puzzles in there. And it took us forever to get one of his puzzles. All the while, he's berating us for not getting it. That's bad GMing right there. You put this puzzle in front of us, and then you're basically calling us stupid for not, for not understanding it. You don't do that at all. I never did that. And I don't appreciate if somebody did that to me. Because it sounds, because basically, you know, yes, it's a player character, but it's almost tantamount to calling the player stupid. And I don't call anybody stupid. So, you know, that, that's, that's a wrong way to do puzzles. Puzzles, I think, and he had a point here, that with pu- both puzzles and traps, especially puzzles, is you've got to let, you got to let some flexibility get in there. In other words, if they solve your puzzle or trap with a way you didn't expect or you didn't think of, give it to them. Let them have it. As he said, let them have it. It's okay. You know, it's not going to... I'm not going to have a puzzle that's... I'm not going to have a, a... One puzzle screw up the entire game for me. Also... Puzzles or traps, especially puzzles, should not bring the game to a halt. It should not stop the game cold because people can't get old, figure it. Remember I talked about the three clue rule and like mysteries and stuff and everything's a mystery. Same thing with puzzles. And same thing with puzzles. You got to give them three. There should, if you can't think of three different ways to solve this, then you shouldn't use the puzzle. You really shouldn't. And riddles, oh, don't get me started on riddles. I don't use riddles. If I can find riddles that work, fine, but I'm not thinking any up. I'm not going out of my way to put riddles in my game. Now, if you want to put something like on the wall next to something with a clue, say if they pick up on it, okay, that might trigger the trap. Or if they catch the clue, they might stop. They may stop the trap. So there's that. And also, a quick word about save or die. I don't like it. 
I don't like it because, once again, it feels like the GM has just got it out for the characters. Now, I'm not saying it should never be used. It should never exist. But save or die should be rare. And it only should be done with players of mid-level or higher. I know there's things out there that can kill you instantly in the real world. That doesn't mean you have to have them in your game. Or if you do, make sure somebody's like 16th to 18th level before you do it. Yes, that sounds like a wimp out. That sounds like a cop out. That sounds like wimpy. If I sound like some kind of touchy-feely, you know, I don't want to hurt the players type of thing, don't cry for me, Argentina. I mean, don't, don't get the impression. I can and will and have no hesitation killing characters over things. But to me, it's the way they die, the way I kill them, that matters. If I kill them in a fair way, then fine. If, I kill, if, I, if I'm basically railroading them into a death, that's not good. So there's that. Anyway, that's my, that's my stance on Tricks and tra- traps, puzzles, especially traps. But anyway, all right, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk about this or anything else, oldmangrognar@gmail.com, or you can write a voicemail or rather leave a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. You guys are great. Thanks for supporting don't forget to listen to Dan Gregg's Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung Grognard podcast, Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Albert podcast, and Big John Allen Larger's The Red Dice Diary. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.